0: As it was, you have new reporting on how the second term that Donald Trump's preparing for could even be worse.
1: Um, Joe, what I have today is the first in you know, a two part series that I've been working on for months, uh, which shows that there is much more detailed work and planning going on for a second term Trump administration than has been previously reported. Obviously, Trump himself uh, remains obsessed with the 2020 election, as you've outlined, calling officials, trying to overturn it. But what he's done quietly is he's empowered some of his key trusted Former advisors and senior officials in his administration, and he's funded, he's wired money to their groups. What they're doing is quite vast. I lay down the piece. It, it, it can't easily be summarised on TV, but it's got multiple elements that the core of it is they're already building databases of names, potential personnel who they're vetting as being loyal to Donald Trump, and committed to his America First ideology. Uh, they've got hundreds of names already, multiple databases, and they're working in loose coordination with each other. Um, there's also a whole other dimension, which is based around a legal strategy, which most of your viewers probably don't haven't heard about. It's called Schedule F. Um, this was a plan that Trump, Trump's team developed during his administration in complete secrecy, um, they, they issued it as an executive order 13 days before the election. It got, it got media coverage at the time, but was buried in the crazy chaos after the election. But what it does, it's quite radical. It allows a president to reassign tens of thousands of federal career civil servants in a new category that they're calling Schedule F. And what that allows them to do is it removes all their employment protections. It allows the president to fire them and replace them with loyalists. So if you think about that, what the the preparations that are going on right now, Biden rescinded that order immediately, but Trump's going to put it back in straight away if he gets back in. And this is why they're building such a huge labor force is because they're not intending just to replace the 4,000 political appointees that are normally replaced every administration. They're looking at... More beyond that, career civil servants who typically continue from one administration to the
2: other. That's Jonathan Swan going on MSNBC. I said, Jonathan, just, just watch an episode of The War Room. Just go ahead and watch. We know, and I, I, I know Jonathan. Jonathan, I like you, buddy. Just watch an episode of The War Room. We'll tell you every single day. We are deconstructing the administrative state brick by brick person by person, if need be. Because when the president of the United States comes in, the president of the United States refuses to be undermined by the likes of Fauci, by the likes of Burks, the acolytes, the underlings that refuse to follow the president's express orders. The order to pull out of Afghanistan it didn't happen. order to pull out of Syria, it didn't happen. So many things that the president put down. He said, by the way, that he wanted the National Guard there on January 6th. None of these orders were put into place. Why? He was usurped by the bureaucracy. They were running a shadow government. This is the administrative state. And if Steve Bannon were here today, he would tell you, as we always say, and this is signal, not noise, it's not the deep state because it's in your face because it is the state that's in your face. And I wanted to bring on someone who completely understands all of this, understands the machinations of the J6 committee, and that is none other than Mayor Rudy Giuliani himself. Mayor Giuliani, good morning, and thank you for joining us today.
3: (laughs) Thank you, Jack. Good to see you.
2: How's the family? Good to see you as well. Oh, the family is great. See, I'm I'm <laughs> stuck here schlepping the war room. They're out there having fun. They're going to the beach. <laughs> they're going to the kids' museum. They're having a great time. And I'm up, up here schlepping all this.
3: Oh, <laughs> it's great having you there. Oh, it's good to be well, here. You're I wish you had it. Right. But, I mean, but so the deep the deep state the deep state has to be uprooted. Uh you know, the failures that we have seen under Biden are catastrophic and historical. I, I don't need that. I mean, uh, where we were three years ago as compared to now, uh, we're almost a failing country at this point. And it's more than Biden. I mean, Biden may be demented. Biden may not even be making decisions. We know other people are. So the, the other people that populate this deep state that is now in control, obviously shouldn't run a government. They just proved it. They proved it all through Trump by trying to obstruct him. And miraculously, he got things done. Now they're getting to do what they wanna do. Uh, They've taken a strong economy, made it the weakest in 50 years. They've taken a country that had the world pretty much under control and afraid of it. And that world is now uh, on the brink of various wars. And we could go on and on and on. We've got a border that's been totally decimated. We have crime numbers that we haven't seen in years. And we have drug overdose numbers that are historic, all under all those people because they're making the decisions. If you want to change this, this is what I had to do in New York. I got rid of 12,000 people. And the newspapers wrote, how's the city going to run without these 12,000 people? It ran better. And I replaced them over a period of a year. I didn't do it all at once. I mean, about half of the people that you get rid of are useless. Even though that everybody, listen to me knows that the federal government has way too many employees. So don't worry about it. I mean, these are the people if you want if you want the results you're getting now, keep it exactly the way it is. If you wanna change it, you gotta fire the people who are making the mistakes, like you're doing a business, and put in new people who are gonna run it correctly. It's as simple as that.
2: Well, you know, and, and Mr. Mayor, I've got to have you on. And, I've, and you know, this is something that, that I've always given you so much credit for just, you know, as I was coming up in politics, I understood. Because when you went in, first thing you did was clean house. But then the second thing you did was institute a little something that became so controversial. And it was called the broken windows theory. And the theory was that if you prosecute the small crimes, then that will lead because it stops that funnel. It stops that funnel of crime, that funnel of violence that trickles up actually to those higher crimes. They don't start happening either because you went after the graffiti, you went after the turnstile jumpers, you went after all of these things and then you also started cracking down on the violent crime. Why have we gotten so far away from your policy, which so obviously is what it was, along with Donald Trump coming in, putting the investment back into Manhattan when everybody told him not to, right? When everyone told him not to, he's investing, you're cleaning up the streets. That's what brought New York back to what it is today. And yet we see the same spiral going down in major city after major city, including New York, because they aren't following what you all laid out for them.
3: Well, because they're following the left-wing progressive socialist agenda, it's all a matter of policy. New York is in the condition that it's in because of left-wing democratic policies, socialist policies that afflict every other city like New York. So if you look at New York now, New York is becoming Chicago. New York is becoming Philadelphia. New York is becoming St. Louis. New York is becoming Atlanta. Uh, We were different than them. We were the safest large city in America for 20 years. We had the largest surpluses. We had the most tourism. We started to outstrip Las Vegas in tourism. We were by far the best city in the United States and one of the best in the world. Now we're becoming a city that people are afraid to be becoming yet another corrupt Democrat city, of which um, you know 17 of them had record murders last year. And someday, somehow, the brainwashing the Democrats do in the inner city has to end because they're the reason by far over the last 50 years for the problems in the inner city. It's the left wing of the Democratic Party that's been in control. Look at Chicago, 50 years of democratic control. And what we do is every weekend we count the murders and they can go anywhere from five to 20 per weekend. Just think of all those young people destroyed because the Democratic Party is so corrupt. And it is, urban Democrat parties should be voted out of office So they can reform themselves into honest, decent American political parties instead of left wing political parties moving us toward communism. Well, and so much of this, by the way, is because you have these people and you
2: correctly identified it, so correctly identified it. And you see this is the same thing that President Trump is now talking about doing what you did in New York. President Trump wants to do that. They're calling it the Trump 25 plan. Come in, clean house because you have these people that are true believers in their ideology, they call it social reform, they call it justice reform, bail reform, what, what, whatever you wanna call it. By the way, the same laws that you had you had a candidate just attacked on stage in New York, the, guy, the attacker gets let out on his own recognizance on the night that he attacked a candidate for political office yes, in I mean, upstate New York at a VFW
3: post. Crazy, crazy. And that gives you an idea, it's not only New York City, So in New York, uh, the largest number of uh, murders per capita are in Rochester, which is rather close to where that that happens in Syracuse. Syracuse also has a very high murder rate. Buffalo has a high murder rate. When I was mayor back in the 80s, it was a New York City problem. Upstate New York was safe. (laughs) Now upstate New York is, depending on where you go, just as dangerous because somebody can attempt to murder a gubernatorial candidate like Lee Zeldin. That's a,
4: uh,
3: stabbing with a knife is an attempt to murder. You don't know what's gonna happen with that knife when it enters the body. Right? Uh, going out on your own recognizance after you tried to knife somebody, that's insanity. That's left well, wing. Maybe they, out to the job. Maybe they want enough to go insanity. finish the job. Yeah, I mean, so now we'll find somebody else to, that's what happens. I mean, even Adams, who, who half talk, talks the right game, but then doesn't have to judge to follow it through. Says the whole problem here is it's the repeat offenders we keep letting out. So the Democrats are putting on the street, deliberately, the people who are murdering us, raping us, knifing us, robbing us, uh, looting us. Three quarters of them have been put out on the street by Democrats. They should have a sign on them delivered to you thanks to Democratic legislation. That's exactly right. And we see this happening. And I, so I,
2: it, it's so important that we do this. We have to do it at the city level. We have to do it at the state level. President Trump wants to do it at the federal level. But Mayor Giuliani, I've also got to ask you, because we've seen, we saw this report in Axios, but we have another report, and I haven't brought this up yet on the show, but Washington Post is reporting that an advisor, a senior advisor to Mike Pence, says that Mike Pence is putting together plans for a 2024 election run we've got about three wow. minutes left mike pence going to be speak speaking at heritage on monday in dc president trump speaking uh speaking in arizona tonight he's here in florida tomorrow he's in dc on tuesday are we looking potentially at a pence versus trump primary in 24 And what are your thoughts on that
3: i don't think you'd be looking at it very long actually i mean mike mike pence uh um f- for whatever else i will say about him and I'll try not to go into that now because it'd take a while to explain it all. He he's not really uh, much of a charismatic candidate, and his the questions about whether he could lead this country now, I think, got resolved uh, when he was in office. I mean, he of all the choices that uh, are possible at this exact moment in history, where we need a strong man uh, who's gonna who's gonna basically shake things up, but we don't need a. Uh, uh, a follower of the establishment who basically says, yes, sir, no, sir, yes, sir. Oh, I'm going to worry about what the Washington Post and New York Times says about me. Oh, yes, Senator McConnell, you're right. Yes, Senator McConnell. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We need somebody who understands uh, the gravity, the situation we're in, that they're trying to take our way of life from us, and we have to take it back. And uh, I hope that Donald Trump is the candidate. I know that uh, Pence will not be. The Republican Party will never nominate mike pence to anything ever again
2: well and that's what this
3: is it's the establishment
2: trying to reinstate themselves that's why they're putting they're talking about nikki haley that's why you've got liz cheney is running around there maybe she wants to run be this ticket or something like this they want to take they're trying to reassert themselves because they want the giuliani's and the bannons and the trump's they want them out last minute mayor giuliani
3: well, I mean, they are equally responsible for the condition of this country because they've, they're the cooperators. They're the people who cooperate with the liberal left-wing socialist uh, 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 Democrats who have this uh, country on an express train to communism. They cooperate with them for their own ends, like uh, like uh, uh, Romney and uh, Cheney. They, they, uh, they do it for political gain. Paul they do Ryan. it for financial gain Remember, that in some cases. Paul Ryan. McCain, Paul Ryan, or what about what about McConnell's interest in China? Nobody ever looks at that. I mean, I know I know a lot about them because I found out about it with my three-year investigation of Biden. The corruption in Washington is not limited to the Democrat Party. Uh, some of their cooperators uh, play the same game. Take a look at McConnell and China. Yeah.
2: Uh, we've got interest after interest. All right, that's enough. That's it for us today. Mayor Giuliani, where can people go to follow you? Where can they get you all the updates? Where can they listen to the show?
3: Rudy Giuliani, cs.com. I have one right now destroying the credibility of the J-6 uh, committee on a very, very important thing that isn't f- uh, focused on. And I really urge. Uh, in fact, I'm in the middle of editing it. It'll be out at one o'clock this afternoon. Rudy Giuliani, all right. cs.com, and it rips apart the J-6 committee. All right, coming back. War Room continues from
2: Turning Point USA, SAS, Tampa, Florida.
5: You
6: know what's never good? When your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote,
2: are here turning point usa we are here down sass we've got some students that have come come oh, yeah. up behind me Woo! we've got, yeah. Bowers. Getting we've got some VIPs, kiss down here. the vips of the vips when i tell you you're here down we've got war room in the field we're at the student action summit turning point usa and we've got kevin here and Kevin, how many of these right. got oranges? He got his bag of Florida oranges. I'd
7: say about. I got. About, it's the,
2: are you at the halfway mark yet? Are you? We're, we're, we're about we're the over lo- halfway through. It's like the are loaves and, and the fishes right here. This just of keeps
7: coming. The oranges. Yeah, it's like the loaves and fishes here, Jack. This just, just keeps coming. Fishes. Yeah, we're spreading this, out the vitamin C. Getting, getting out rid of vitamin C. Getting get rid of our COVID.
2: We're going outside. We're gonna get our vitamin D. That's right. This is gonna be the healthiest, most well-adjusted group. Uh, are you what are you, some are some you handing out oranges live here? Yeah. For, the, for, for, the, for Organic, the listening audience, handing out oranges. He's throwing oranges to the crew now. <laughs> handing them out. To yeah, them. Wait, he's on. throwing it back. He's throwing it back. Oh, oh he's putting it back.
7: That's right. one hand to catch.
2: So, Kev, what, what, is it, what do you think it means when, now, when you and I were, were coming up, we were going to school, we are doing everything, we didn't have organizations like Turning Point USA. It just didn't exist. Charlie hadn't no. seen the scene yet. It, it wasn't around. What does it mean to you when you see so many young people come together at an event like this?
7: Honestly, Jack, I was thinking of that. And when I was in college, we had nothing like this. What we did have, my personal experience, I had, remember Harold and Kumar go to White Castle? Yeah. There was a guy named Cal Penn in there. Funny movie, right? Right, right, right. And uh, he was actually a university professor, blah, blah, blah. They sweet-talked me so much to get me to come to a, a Democrat convention in Philly and it was just like there was no there's and there's no, no response no alternative there was no yeah. alternative to it didn't exist and it was going to be funny there's going to be people free food like a great place to stay uh for the event like free dinner and you know that's when uh, Obama was running and now we and got it's like no turning point and like god bless Charlie Kirk like brilliant idea to come out here like in front of college students. I know he's got the book coming out next week, but... Uh, the
2: College Scam. Yeah. The College Scam. I know he's got scam. the book Com.
7: coming out, but man, I think about you, Charlie. Like, God bless you. So we'll, we'll have Charlie. Charlie,
2: Charlie will be on. We're trying, trying to get on him on soon, later right? on. Later yeah. on.
7: But, uh, but, you know, when you look at the speakers.
2: We've got Governor Ron DeSantis will be tonight. We've got um, President Donald J. Trump tomorrow. I'm closing it out. Caitlin McEnany, Greg Gutfeld, so many people that are going to be coming on. What an incredible, amazing event. Now, Kev, I do see just over there, I think, is that Drew Hernandez? Is Drew Hernandez here? Oh, Drew. Can we, can we bring Drew in? Yeah. Can we get Drew in on this? Gotta do you, guys, him want to hear? On, you Drew. guys want Drew Hernandez yeah. in?
6: Let's
2: switch him out. Let's switch him around. Can we get him in? Let's get him in. Let's get him in. No, just watch him. swap it out right now. Swap it in. Drew, what, what, what are you doing here? You you're just down here, too? I don't, I don't know too? what I'm
8: doing here, dude. It was like, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Jack. Right, right. It's, it's harder to get into SAS in 2022 than it is to uh, get across the southern border. Seriously. Like when you see people trying to get in, like you can't even get in these front doors right now. But uh, if you go to the Southern border, it's just like so easy to get into. Well, no, we
2: had had Oscar Ramirez and this was on the the Mexican Southern border a couple of days ago. Uh We captured on footage, this caravan storming the barricades, going directly past the Mexican National Guard, live here on the war room. We played the footage coming straight across our border. The violence, the crime, it's completely insane.
8: Well, that's the thing right now. That's been the theme since like 2021 where people aren't, realizing it's not only like a border crisis. I think we've gotten away from calling it a border crisis. This is an actual invasion. These are the globalist policies where all these people have been saying no borders, no walls, no USA at all. We're seeing a current administration that is allowing that to that happen. That was
2: actually a plan. That it they was, put forward it's a plan. It's literally right. a
8: plan. The UN is involved. They get all these people coming illegally across the border. And it's just devastating. But I think people, and and I don't know, I wanted to always ask you this. Do you think that moving into the midterms and moving into... 2024, we're going to kind of see like another great awakening where a lot of people, you know, we saw like organizations like Blexit and walk away kind of birth out of 2016. Right. But do you think we're going to see something like that again? Because what I've been seeing, I think a lot of people, I don't know about you guys, are, are people waking up like on your campuses? Are people starting to see what's are happening? Are we
2: seeing a conservative awakening on campus today around the country? Yes. All right. This, this is amazing. is amazing. New, we need one in New York. Yeah, we need a lot in New York. No, we've got we've got kids here from all across the entire country. And that's what's so amazing. So I don't want to hear and Charlie said this the other day. We don't want to hear anybody say that it's not possible. Mm-hmm. Right. The problem is, though, you have people out there. And, and Drew, you know what it is? I see they, they're looking for that magic bullet. They're looking for that one quick fix, that one law you could pass, that one case you could you could file that will just change everything back the way it was. Right. They just you know, people realize that it's changed so much. And Barack Obama told us he was going to do it. And he did. He fundamentally changed this country. And people say, well, I just want it back the way the things were before Obama. How do we can we just can we just do that pass a law? No, you have to do the work. You have to do the work, you need the recruitment, you need the education, you need organizations like Turning Point USA, you need programs like the War Room, you need people like Real America's Voice that come in together to put it all in. That's absolutely why we need these things. Isn't that, why is that so critical right
8: it's, now? It's critical because you take a look at what the far left is doing, right? You take a look at organizations like Black Lives Matter and Antifa and these far left think tanks and all over these universities. This is the answer to that. Yeah, these kids right behind us, these young adults right behind us. Okay, Uh, high school to college. This is the answer to the far left, Marxism, the socialism, the globalism. They're the future right now. There's more than 5,000 attending this weekend. And it's incredible to see this because it's needed in this country right now where we're seeing this corporate takeover, even in corporate Hollywood, corporate America. I mean, this generation is the generation they want to normalize grooming with. I mean, you take here we are in Florida. You know you
2: can't say that on Twitter now, by the way. Right? You can't say yeah, James, that. James Lindsay, banned, who I'm going to be he got banned for saying, groom, OK, groom.
8: because they don't. That's what pedophiles do. Yes. That, that, that's what these 181 sexualized people do. They want to silence anyone that's being groomed. They take a look at their victims, and they want to shut you guys up. So anyone this, that this is the that, epidemic. This is the
2: epidemic that we're seeing now in our schools. We just got the numbers in. Post-millennial had it up. 181 cases of child sex crimes, arrest of educators, mm-hmm. teachers, teachers' aides, substitute teachers in just so far in the first half of 2022. They asked John Dillinger once. They said, why do you rob banks? And he said, that's where the money is. Why are there so many pedophiles in our school? Why do they push this grooming? This is exactly why. This is why this is pushed, because it is a sales funnel for pedophiles in the education pipeline because they are targeting our kids and for some reason the teachers unions they don't seem to do anything about it hollywood's not making movies about this you're not going to see the uh, the hard-hitting netflix prestige limited series that talks about what's going on in our schools no the grooming epidemic and and what are they doing they're taking they're introducing sexualized content into the classroom and they're taking these kids to what the drag shows they're bringing the drag queens in the rooms right and then what they're doing they're identifying this is predatory behavior.
8: Absolutely, Jack. I mean, predatory behavior, it's been normal in Hollywood. It's been normal in the music industry. But people are seeing it more now, and there's an absolute an absolute push to normalize it, right? This woke, this LGBTQ plus woke, insane uh, group of people are trying to normalize the grooming of children, right? And... You and I can speak against this every single day. We can expose this every single day. And my hope, and I know it's your hope too, and Charlie's as well, is that we can be like the gateway for the next generation. This generation is going to have to come out and say, no, we will not be groomed. This will not be normalized. We're going to push back and say, no, I hope that's what you guys end up doing in the future.
2: And I I just got word that we do have Right, We've got him in. Mike Lindell, can we bring him in? I want to bring Mike Lindell in because he's got a huge update for us on his fight for the future when it comes to election integrity. Mike, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Woo! All right, Mike, it's so glad, so excited to have you here on The War Room. We're down here in Tampa. We're at we're at Turning Point. We've got about three minutes left in the segment. We've got so many of your fans right behind us. You guys all have my pillows, right? Woo! They've all got him. They've all got him, Mike. They've all got him. my kids sleep on my pillows. They do.
5: Mike, tell That's us, awesome.
2: what's what's the update for us? What do you have for us?
5: Well, I am in I'm in Arizona and yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Yesterday I was I'm here in Arizona and the judge, the first judge actually looked at the evidence yesterday. Uh, to, uh, we did a preliminary junction here in Arizona to get rid of the machines. So this is the first judge in the United States to actually look at, hey, we need to get rid of these machines. Um, He's going to make a decision by next week. And uh, it was a big victory even for him to look at it. So I'm getting ready today to go speak at the rally with our great president, our real president, Donald Trump. And uh, um, it's going to be a great day here in Arizona.
2: You're down there. Is that the lawsuit? That's the same lawsuit that Kerry Lake's a part of. Is that right?
5: Yeah, yeah. Carrie Lake, Carrie Lake put in that Carrie Lake and Mark Fincham did the preliminary injunction to get rid of the machines and the and the electronic machines and uh, voting machines in the state of Arizona. And it was nine hours of testimony yesterday. It was uh, it was amazing. But the judge actually listened, which is, that's a big victory, everybody, because no judges have looked at. They just pushed, kicked the can down the road. But this is our. The first preliminary injunction, next is Alabama. We're going state by state. So if, he, if this judge rules and says, uh, we don't want to do it right now, uh, he'll say why, and then we can fix it, learn from it, and go to the next one.
2: All right, Mike we've got one minute left in the second. Can I hold you over can I hold you over the break we'll we'll bring you over we'll close this out because we've got so much to talk about election integrity this needs to be done for our country it needs to be done for our future it needs to be done for our kids we need it to be done for these kids and for their future so that we can have secure elections
5: absolutely absolutely and we've got a, a huge event on august 20th and 21st called the moment of truth summit it's going to change the world forever I, I can't get here soon enough. So I've been just pushing that, promoting that, promoting that. And uh, all the things we're doing right now with the machines and, and should get rid of them. They, I'll tell you what, Jack, they just keep getting, it just keeps getting better. They keep giving us more. Like the in uh, Georgia, a Democrat got zero votes in her own precinct. And they said, what? There was a problem inside the machines. They called it a, it was a programming error. She went from, when they looked inside she got 3,000-some votes. She went from third place to first place. Can you imagine you and your husband, or her, and her husband wake up and they go, um, hey, we got zero votes. There's a problem here. Incredible. Thank you so much,
6: Mike. A- With the recent rulings from the Supreme Court, it's worth mentioning that these wins didn't happen on their own. It took the support of companies like Patriot Mobile, who have passionately fought on behalf of the unborn and your country constitutional rights patriot mobile is america's only christian conservative mobile phone provider and they have been on the front lines fighting for your values this is why patriot mobile is different from every other provider out there inflation has made it really hard on many americans thankfully patriot mobile has plans for almost any budget and they offer the same nationwide coverage as all the major carriers so you get the same great service plus the knowledge that your money is going to a company Fighting for the sanctity of life, religious freedom, and your Second Amendment. Go to patriotmobile.com. That's all one word, patriotmobile.com, slash Bannon, or call 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-P-A-T-R-I-O-T, 972-PATRIOT. Use the offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to get the free activation. If you're a veteran or first responder, please let them know because they have special discounts for you. Come join our movement and make the switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Or call 972-PATRIOT. Support this company that supports your values. Do this today. Action, action, action.
2: War Room. Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon.
5: The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide.
2: War room, pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Go, so, go! So look at this! Look at this! Going to all right. What, what, what do you have? Do you have any messages for the current occupant of the of the White House, the current occupant of the Oval
8: Office?
6: Uh, Joe Biden. Um, it's time for you to resign
8: take the whole cabinet with you um, and admit that you lost the election, you stole the election, and in time, you, you your time will come.
2: His time will come. That's what we're hearing. That's what we got. But guys, if I could ask you, who's your favorite president? Who's your favorite Donald president? Donald J. Trump! Oh! <laughs> not putting words and mouths over here. We're not doing that. Look, we're here. We're down Turning Point Student Action Summit. We've got Kevin here. He's got the bag of Florida oranges. He's orange down man almost good. 20 orange man good. We're putting oranges <laughs> up in our bios across uh, social media, Twitter, Getter. We're putting it all out. I want to go back, close up, though, with Mike Lindell. You were just telling us this massive path forward that we have. And also, you're there in Arizona. You're getting ready for the rally. It's an Arizona really is the epicenter of the midterms. It's going to be the epicenter of 2024. So thank you again, Mike Lindell, for being there. And of course, for everyone, go mypola.com, promo code war room, support Mike Lindell and support the warroom support that we work to. Mike, finish up the update for us. Give us all the updates in the legal battle that you're fighting.
5: Yeah, the uh, it's so important, everybody, because, you know, a, a year and a half ago, judges were afraid to be the first one to come, to say hey let me look at this evidence and and now the judges are what's going to really help bring back our country they're getting braver look at the judge in Florida that made the great ruling to get rid of the mask on airplanes you had Roe v Wade a miracle come down here in here in Arizona it's a it's a mini miracle just that the judge said okay I'll look at this He's, this is a preliminary injunction brought by Kerry Lake and Mark Fincham. To get rid of the voting machines in Arizona, they know that they're um, corrupt. That they don't. Uh, that the election was stolen here in Arizona and every single other state in the country. Uh, at, that you have problems with them. Well, the judge agreed to look at it. We had nine hours. We had five. There was lawyers. There were so many lawyers and cyber guys and experts in that courtroom. But the judge spent nine hours listening to everybody, and he didn't say, you know what? No, nope, we're not going to do it. He d- he said he's waiting a week. He's going to make his decision. He asked questions for an hour, and he's really going to look into this. And even if he comes back, everybody, and says, no, we're we're not going to go to paper ballots and uh, and hand counting like we should, one of the things, everybody, now that it's out there publicly, it's like letting the state of Arizona, if they go through with these machines and say, keep keep using the machines, it's like having defective cars with no brakes and saying, oh, go ahead and use them anyway. And that's where we're at with this. It was very powerful in that courtroom, and uh, it's uh, it's bringing hope. It's going to bring hope everywhere because we cannot have our elections with these machines again, ever again, in any election. I don't care if it's a primary, if it's a midterm, if it's a presidential election. They are there are not only just uh, errors in the computers. The judge said a really good thing. He says uh, he asked. He said, "Why would?" There's, there's cheating going on in every election, whether there's paper or machines. And I, my, my attorney said, this is really important. He says, but when you cheat with machines, one person can cheat millions of votes, but if you cheat the other way, you have to have a cabal of millions of people that are all gonna cheat. And people are genuinely good people, and you avoid that. When you have a computer, you can lose everything. And, and, and when, they, when computers take, do, when you have cyber breaches, In any part of business or whatever, when you have these breaches, it just involves money. But when they breach and they they invade or attack your election, you lose your country forever. And that's where we're at. We have to get rid of these machines, and we are going to get rid of them. All right, the website is Frank
2: Speech, Mike Lindell, the events coming up, you're there for the rally. Thank you so much for joining us today, Mike here on the War Room. We've got to move on to our next but Mike, I do have one last question for you because we've got we've got Kevin here and he's got this this giant bag of Florida oranges and Mike, if we can get you some Florida oranges, would you like a bag of Florida oranges? Could we get that to you? A- absolutely. I'm actually
5: going to be there tomorrow morning. And I'll say, maybe I can pick up my bag of oranges.
2: All right. We're going to meet you we tomorrow. For you. We'll, Mike, we'll talk I'll to you afterwards. You. We're going to get the bag. I'm going to send Kevin out. We'll get the pillows for the kids. You get the orange. I'll look okay. for you. <laughs> <laughs> God bless you guys. See Thanks so much, Mike. Thanks, Mike. All right. God bless, man. You too, sir. Woo! Okay. We've
7: got All, right, congressman.
2: All right. All right. Hey, settle down in the peanut gallery back there. We've got a congressman. I got work here to do. We've got congressman Ronnie Jackson. I want to bring on. Now, now congressman Jackson, you were the president's personal physician, not only for President Trump, but also for President Obama, because I had to bring you on. You've been out there. The media has been after you you brought up this question, the 25th amendment for Joe Biden. And then right after you said that, Joe Biden comes out, tells us that he's got cancer. Then he comes out the next day, the White House says he's got COVID. Tell us what is going on with the president of the United States? And, and we should be a little bit serious. He, he does, as far as we know, does have COVID, at least admittedly, possibly worse, uh, into your estimation. tell us what is going on with the president? Do we have a
4: president right now? We have no idea what's going on with him, to be honest with you. And, and there's no transparency at all here. His medical team should be out briefing what's happened with him and, you know, with COVID. And I guess he had cancer for a day, saying he doesn't have cancer now. I don't know. But, you know, the real issue here, Jack, is that the main thing that's wrong with this president is not being addressed. And that's the cognitive issues. This man is not in a position to be our commander in chief, our head of state. He doesn't know where he's at. He doesn't know what's going on. I mean, he's got all kinds of issues. He shuffles when he walks. He slurs his speech. Everybody can see it. You don't have to be a doctor. You don't have to be a former physician to three presidents to see that this man should not be running our country. And honestly, I don't think he is running our country. I think he's a vessel right now. I don't know who's pulling the strings in the West Wing, but I don't think it's Joe Biden.
2: Well, I know. And we've heard, of course, and we've we've done reporting here at the War Room. I've reported on Human Events Daily on my podcast that what it is, is you've got Dr. Jill Biden. You've got Ron Klain. Uh, To an extent, uh, you did have Tony Blinken at some point, though his star has fallen after Afghanistan, the debacles. This is going off. And now when it comes to COVID, why does it seem, though, that we're not getting these regular briefings? We had this this statement last night. It was I believe it was from Dr. Joe. Joe Biden comes out and says the president says he's feeling fine. That's not a medical brief. That's certainly not what came down when President Trump got COVID. Why does it seem like, and it just from where I'm sitting, that we're not getting the full information of the medical status of the president?
4: That's a good question. Where's his position? Why is the press secretary and Jill Biden and other people making comments about his health care? He has an appointed position to the president, the same as I was for for, for President Trump and President Obama, if something more like this were happening in the Trump administration, I would be in the press briefing room. I would be in front of the cameras, and I would be telling people exactly what's going on with the president and answering their questions about what medications he's on. You know, you know, his, you know, his vitals, and you know, all these other questions we have about, you know, that, that they were all over uh, whenever President Trump was was ill. If you remember that, they were celebrating when President Trump had. Had COVID and they were blaming him. They were saying, like, well, it's his own fault because he did this, he did that. They try to prop Joe Biden up as some kind of hero now. Well, he's not going to get very sick because, you know, he did the right thing. He's double backed and double boosted. And, you know, if it weren't for that and if it weren't for his aggressive approach to vaccination, uh, you know, he'd really be in trouble. This is just, I mean, they use COVID for political reasons. They have since day one. It's the way they won the last election, it's the way they'll probably try to win the next election. This is just the beginning of uh, trying to shut things down again, get unsolicited mail-in ballots and the the whole nine yards again. But, yeah, we need to know what's going on with him. We need a briefing. And like I said, I want to know what's going on with uh, with the COVID issue. But more importantly, I want to know what they've done to test him from a cognitive standpoint or what they're doing, what medicines they might be giving him, and what's going on. Because I guarantee you there's a lot behind the scenes with regards to his cognitive stuff that the American people do not know about.
2: Well, you, th- you think about it, right? And, and you look at the timing, right? You look at the timing and, and, you know, there are no conspiracies, but there are no coincidences because one day after he has this verbal gaffe of saying that he's got cancer, not past tense had, present tense, then he comes out, yes. they say he's got COVID. Now he, they pull him back. Now he's going to be away from the camera. He's going to be dropping all his meetings. He's going to be dropping everything. I'd say he's working on Zoom. He's working on Zoom. Okay right? They pull him back. He's resting. He's rejuvenating. We have no clue what's going on. So you're sitting there in Congress. Tell us, what are you pushing forward when it comes to the 25th Amendment? What's the plan that you've in place? Because the Republicans do look as they're, and I got the numbers from Rasmussen this morning, they sent it over to me, 10-point lead in the congressional polls. It looks as though the House will flip. The Senate also likely at this point. What is the new Congress going to do about this?
4: Well, we'll see what happens. I'm sending a letter next week, another letter. This will be my third letter that I'm sending to the president and to his physician demanding that they let us know what's going on with this cognitive stuff. And I quote in there, if you remember, at the end of the Trump administration, Jamie Raskin was pushing for an independent committee that could do the job of the cabinet as far as enacting the 25th Amendment. The 25th Amendment says it has to be the majority of the president's cabinet and his vice president or a body appointed by Congress. And at the end of the Trump administration, they put they were trying to put that in place because they wanted to wow. come after President Trump. I'm saying, hey, you know what? Great idea. Let's do that. Let's put that commission in place, that independent commission appointed by Congress right now. And let's have them look at the president and, and let's have them enact the 25th Amendment instead of the president's cabinet, and the vice president. So, you know, there's a variety of ways to do this. But, you know, right now, uh, until we get until we get the Congress back and the Republicans have the vote to do it, uh, it's really going to be up to the Democrats. And you know what? Here's the deal, Jack. I think that I've been saying this for a long time. I've been calling him out on his cognitive stuff since he was candidate Joe Biden, which has been over two years ago. And I was saying at the time, I said, you just give it another six, 12 months and it's not going to be Ronnie Jackson talking about it anymore. It's going to be the Democrats. The Democrats know that he's a disaster right now, too. They're looking at the polling numbers. They're looking at his complete incompetence domestically and internationally. They want to get rid of him right now. They're going to have to figure out how to do it. I don't know if they're going to go down the path of the 25th Amendment. I think they might do something else. They might look the other way while this Hunter Biden stuff blows up and let Hunter Biden drag him down. I don't know. But there are a lot of Democrats right now that are interested in getting rid of Joe Biden.
2: Well, no, we know exactly that. They've already done it. That's my contention is they, they've pulled him yeah. off the stage. We have no idea yeah. who's running things. We yeah. have no idea who's making the decisions and they're making the calls. He's off. He's done. Kamala Harris, she's going to step up. And we just had Ben Johnson on talking about how that's going to happen. I think they are going to use this as an opportunity. And Kamala Harris is going to use this yeah. as an opportunity to make her mark on the presidency. We've already heard the rumor campaign throughout DC. She's looking at putting together a primary campaign against the sitting president. We're seeing Hillary Clinton talking about getting involved. Gavin Newsom was just at the White House while Biden was over meeting in Europe. The sharks are circling
4: in the water. Last minute, Admiral and Congressman Ronnie Jackson. Thank you. Yeah, and you're right. They've been talking, there's been some talk about this COVID thing being the precursor for them coming back and saying, well, you know what? He's got long COVID. They don't want to admit that he's got cognitive issues. That's that's a that's just a big embarrassment for them. But they may come back and say like the COVID thing really had a, an incredible impact on him. He's got long COVID now, and he's not physically you know uh, in a position to, to run the country anymore. And we're he's going to resign, and we're going to turn it over to Kamala Harris. I mean, who knows? I don't know. But you might. I think you're right. I think this is this may be the beginning of something big. Maybe the beginning of the end for him.
2: This is the pretext. This is what they use. They'll say it's long COVID. They'll never admit. They will never admit that it was the cognitive disabilities in the end congressman ronnie jackson thank you so much for joining us here we're here live tampa florida we've got the student action summit we've got the students right behind me here we've got one more segment left we've got kevin he's got the he's got the bag of florida oranges kev how many oranges do you have left
7: it just keeps on going. It's like the loaves and fishes out here, Jack. The loaves and fishes out here. There's so oh, many oranges. Everybody's getting orange Biblical out Biblical here. Biblical oranges. Got like, out I got here. like six or seven left. All right, we're coming back. Final segment. Piece of vitamin C, y'all. Let's go. Because we're taking down
5: the CCP.
6: all one word. This makes a great gift for Father's Day and is less expensive than a few hours at the range. That's the letter I. itargetpro.com. That's I. itargetpro.com. Offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. Right. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech,
8: and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want, the way
0: you want. Download now. Uh, I'm curious your reaction to what you heard last night and the January 6th hearings in general? What they say about uh, the Trump administration, uh, the government's response to that, and uh, warnings for the future? Well, I would say, first of all, I was inspired. I was inspired by the members of the committee. Uh, Liz Cheney, um, Adam Kissinger, obviously, and uh, uh, Representative uh, Loria. They were brilliant, I think, in making their presentation. So it redeemed my faith in the legislative process to have oversight over something so critical uh, to the safety and security of this country. Secondly, I was um, somewhat depressed. Uh, During the course of these hearings, I recall uh, Judge Ludwig, who said that President Trump presents a clear and present danger. I believe that to be the case. I believed it before he took office. I believed it during the time he was office. I believe it even more after listening to the testimony. Here is the commander-in-chief whose duty it is to protect and defend. And uh, he simply took time out. And it reminded me somewhat of the 18-and-a-half-minute gap in the uh, taped Conversations that President Nixon had. What was on those uh, 18 and a half minute gaps? Well, some of them said an evil force had deleted them. And what we found out, of course, is that Richard Nixon and company of Rosemary uh, 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 Wood, rather, um, deleted those 18 and a half minutes. And we found out what they uh, basically were trying to do at that time. Here we have a situation where it would be the equivalent of me as Secretary of Defense being told that our troops, let's say in Syria, are under attack. Uh, Mr. Secretary, what should we do? And as said-
2: this is ridiculous. Listen to this. The Gen 6th, million—they want to put Trump in chains. They want to chain down this movement. They want to come after us. Well, we've got a message for MSNBC. We've got a message for the Gen 6 million. We got John Brute We got a very. What's the message, folks? What's the hey! message? Oh! And we've got all of our oranges up. That's Orange Man. Good. That's all. Show the oranges. Throw them up. Throw them up. We've all got the oranges here. We're showing it's orange man, good. We are down here, Turning Point South. Let me turn it over to my good friend Johnny Root, Turning Point USA. John, what what, what are the kids, what are the kids saying? What's going on back here? I
7: mean, the energy is already to the top
2: right now. I love this. It's going to be the biggest event we've ever had for the Student Action Summit. Five thousand plus kids. You guys are stoked, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. I love it Dude, here. We're getting people going. No, this this is the same type of energy. Look. The War Room Posse understands action, action, action. That is what we are doing here. We're teaching, this is a training seminar. This is also a place, it's a fully immersive experience. You're seeing some of that behind us. I wish I could show you. We'll get some clips maybe for tomorrow uh, when we're on on the morning show to be able to get some clips of the speeches. Governor DeSantis will be tonight. You guys excited for Governor Ron DeSantis? Well, heavy D, little heavy D action. Kev, what did you find outside, by the way? You, oh, you discovered this. a little something look, outside. Look, guys, we got we got, some, we
7: got some counter, counter action already. So People Antifa. Up. What's to say? Are you are you a parent struggling to yeah, get your child vaccinated? We got, we got, we got they're say? posting because up pictures Ron of Ron DeSantis. Ron, DeSantis Ron DeSantis refused to order, order would vaccines. Ron DeSantis refused to order vaccines for your children. If we, if we are affirmatively against the COVID vaccine for young kids. Do you have, do you guys have any opinions
2: on vaccinations for children? Do you want vaccinations for children? Yes no. or no?
7: they posting no. this out Do front. you support Ron Person DeSantis saying
2: that we are not going to yeah. authorize and mandate this for children? No, no thanks. I'd love to hear him try to explain this stuff, though. Like, obviously, they're going to put their signs out there. They're going right. to try to yell the loudest. But, of course, they don't have data on their side. No, there's they're no, there's gonna no data. They're going to be the most angry. They're going to be the most boisterous. They
7: don't have data. These are the, this is
2: the side. only country in the world. Where they're doing the vaccinations of children and i see it in dc we have where there's a pharmacy right near us and they're going in they're vaccinating children every single day and you see them lined up the kids come out they're crying they've got their you know their arms set up and and the parents they're all masked We're, it's a beautiful summer and i gotta say down here this is the free state of florida hey, how does it feel to be in the free state that's so right
7: we got to support support small business. Take some vitamin C. You don't need no vaccine.
2: Let's, let's let's find out. Let's see if we can find out where everybody's from. Yeah. Yeah.
6: Where are you from? From Erie, Pennsylvania. There you go, Erie, PA. Okay. Brooklyn, New York. Brooklyn, New York. Oh, I'm from Brentwood, California. Oh wow, California. Oh.
8: Kansas City, Missouri. Detroit,
0: Michigan.
2: Detroit. Wow. Really? Dodging bullets. Yeah, <laughs> Dodging bullets. This this is truly a movement from across the entire country. Johnny, what what are you looking forward most to at Turning Point SASS today? This, this whole weekend. When people ask me that, obviously you're going to have Governor DeSantis here. You're going to yeah. have former President Trump here. You got some of the biggest names in the conservative movement. But honestly, meeting kids like this, like they are the boots on the ground. They're starting brand new chapters
6: across the country. I didn't have to deal with this stuff when I was in school. Neither
7: did I. Didn't guys. even so, have it.
2: Mean, this a, is some of the most kids. So Kevin was just telling here. us before that it was in 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 the 2000s. It was Obama. They they controlled the campus. They, yeah, the 2000s. It was Obama, his acolytes. Uh, Hope and change, hope and change movement, (laughs) all of this. No more, no more. And I don't want to hear again. I don't want to hear again that there's no hope for the future. I don't want to hear that everything is is completely not going to happen. Look, there's no silver bullet. We have to do the work. We can do hard things. We can get together and we can show them this is the movement that is about fun. This is a movement that's about a celebration of life, about a celebration of America. And if we could close it out on. Three little not just words, but three little letters. you guys know mm. three little letters? I don't know. Maybe that would fit together. Maybe it goes like uh USA.
7: S-A. Usa USA. 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 Folks, USA, 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 well, folks, thank USA so
2: for joining USA. us here. We've got just a minute left. We're on the word. We know Stephen K. Bannon. He is on trial right now. In Washington, D.C. The regime is putting on trial, but we are here. We're praying for him. We are with him. We are not going to let him take away the leader of the War Room Posse, one of the greatest strategists of this entire movement. He will be back. And if things go well, he will be back with us tomorrow morning Mm. here on the War Room because the work continues. The work continues. That's right,
7: Steve. We're saving an orange
2: for you. We're going to save an orange for you, Steve. That's we'll right. get it down. Come, stay tuned because we've got more co- coverage next. Charlie Kirk is up next. We'll see you at 5 o'clock here on The War Room. Woo!
5: We're Woo! Done. Yes! yes! It's all started. Everything's begun. And you are over. Because we're taking down the CCP.